Shalom Aleichem. Um, our, our topic for tonight, uh, again in our series on uh, Shailas and Shuvah's response uh, about Shuvah, uh, uh, about repentance. So uh, our title is, How Should the Promiscuous Tzedakah Collector Do Shuvah? This is a Shuvah of the Chasim Sofer of Moshe Sofer Zatzal. Um, the the Chasim Sofer in the period of the Achroni was one of the great, great uh, Meshivim, one of the great uh, 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 the greats of the responsa literature. When you just think of the great shuvas of the Achronim, you think of the Nod of Yehuda, Chasim Sofer, uh, the um, the uh, Rabbi Kivager, meaning those those like some of the, and then in, in later generations, uh, so many, many, but but in, in his generation, those were some of the greatest of the great, um, and and people people approached him about all topics. Um, What's interesting in this is that the the rabbi reports what happened step by step, and uh, some of the chuvas are uh, about what he already did, and some of the chuva, some of the chuvas about what he what he's asking and what he's going to do. So, uh, uh, without further ado, it's it's chuva kuf ayin hay. And and he writes as follows. Now the tshuva itself, the story is a little bit of a of a of a soap opera. Igian el dvar gabay tzedaka. I don't know what it's soap opera, but certainly a. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sure. Let's make this bigger. Um, oh, you know something? I'm going to open it up in, um, in, um, oh, actually, I can do it like this. There we are. Uh, double the size. Let's just make sure I can maneuver. Yeah, this is good. Um, Yeah, this is fine. Okay, those other things I hope will go away. Um, now, Higiani. Uh, now, this is, uh, I believe this is uh, your Gimel Yud Hay, which is hidden under that arrow. Just a minute. I might use, let me Let me just, uh, if, bear with me for a moment. Uh We'll get a better, uh, a better version of this. And it'll be much better. Yeah, this is much better. Oh, great. Okay, now I'm going to share this. Okay, here we are. How does that look? Okay. 
it, it says as follows. Uh, I think this this uh, I had to use my abbreviation dictionary for Gimel Yud Hey, and um, it is probably a poetic way of saying what you wrote. Glilot yado ha tehora. Your the 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 pillars of your pure hand, meaning what you wrote. Um, uh, Higiani reached me. A, a tzedakah collector, and a rumor began that he was caught with a non-Jewish woman. Okay, this is uh, this is uh, a, a a problem that the Jewish people has had to deal with uh, uh, since biblical times. It's one of the things that. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, warns us with regards to the to the Canaanite nation, um, it's uh, it's something that happened when the Jews returned back to Zion uh, in the uh, in the beginning of the Second Temple period. Uh, um, uh, Gentile Gentile women, uh, and, and it's something in 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 many generations which was 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 an issue, and it became a, a super issue in American Jewry, obviously. Um, now, so okay, it happened. Now here, this was not intermarriage. This was this was promiscuity, apparently. So they wanted to to depose him as a gabai tzedaka. And and you, Rav Aaron Segel, you did not allow them to do that. You did well because you should not uh, because of a of a rumor. Uh, and people murmuring, people talking—that is not enough to 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 puzzle a person, to to invalidate a person. A a a rumor uh, is only something that has relevance if there if there is testimony event, uh, around about it. clear testimony. You should not uh, think about that. At all. So, so step number one, there was a rumor about him, and 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 the rub did not pay attention to the rumor. They allowed him to continue. Okay. Step number two, he agreed uh, that he that he stumbled on this on this trans transgression. Okay. Now we're in a different position. Um, come upon me a number of times. God forbid. And then they deposed him from his from his uh, 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 function as a tzedakah collector. You need somebody righteous, responsible. Uh, and they removed his 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 smicha. Uh, you did nicely. You did halachically, even on this thing. Now. Now, step number three. What you commanded that he make a public confession. So now this is a this is a a, a more complicated issue. Uh, when you open up Rambam Hilkos Chuva, uh, so so the Rambam the Rambam has a discussion of of when you make a public confession and when you keep your sins private. Um, on the one hand, uh, 
there are sources that talk about uh, not not publicizing sin, and and there are sources that talk about about keeping it private. The Rambam writes, I'm quoting from the Rambam Hilchos Shuvah Perik Bet it's a great praise for the one who is who is repenting to publicly confess and to tell his sins sins to the people and to reveal the sins that he did with another uh, to others, true. I, I indeed I sinned towards so and so. I did this and that. And I am, I am repenting, and I have changed my mind. I've changed my approach. Anybody who is arrogant and does not tell and does and rather uh, hides his sins. Uh, his tshuva is not complete. That one who covers his sins it will not succeed. That's interpersonal sins. When it's, when it's between you and God, the sins that are between you and God, you should not publicize. And it's considered brash and brazen if you reveal them. You, you repent before God. And he enumer you enumerated sins before it before your his your sins before God. Um Rabim Stam. And you you make a, a general confession, meaning you when everybody is saying Ashamnu Bagad nu Gazal nu Dibarnu uh together out loud, you say it with them. And it's it's actually good that his sin is not revealed. Um Ashri Nisui Pesha for it says, uh, fortunate is one who his sins are covered up. Um, Pesha is, is um, uh, um, malicious sins and, and Chata'a is, is unknowing sins. Now it's interesting, uh, the Rama makes the distinction, Everybody, everybody's got to deal with these psukim. And the Rambam's distinction is between interpersonal sins and and since between man and God, if you look at the Ravid, the Ravid there uh, in his in his uh, comments on Bet Hay, so he says, with regards to public well known sins, even if it's not vis a vis. Uh, another individual, the same way that the sin was public, so also you have to publicize the tshuva, and you should you should have public embarrassment. Now, uh, it, it's not clear to me, and and this is one thing that I would say uh, if you if you're in a position to do anything on this issue, uh, consult 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 with a with a posek before you do it. This is. This is just the Rambam, the Ravid, uh, Achuva the Chasim Sofer, but uh, but um, uh, this is these are heavy issues because there might be a chilul Hashem to publicize sins. On the other hand, uh, Kapora might be might be uh, yeah. Don't try this in home. Thank you. Um, 
the 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 atonement or or, or the chuba might be pos- might not be possible unless you do something that counteracts the sin. If it was a public sin, so maybe you need a a a public confession. So so the chasam sofer sounds like the rivet here because what does he say? Uh, since this uh, first of all the the um, the Rav Aaron Segel the the Shoel. Uh, so, so he said that he had he had had the person he had had this tzedakah collector do a public, a public uh, confession. This is also according to the halacha. This is also uh, uh, according to the rules. Uh, concerning this, it says, uh, one who covers up his sins uh, will will not succeed. And then that's the rabbam and the rivid. That's this topic. I'm just flipping down to, he says, I and Yoma, have a look at the Rambam, and he quotes our Rambam. Okay. Now. Um, okay. So this is steps one, two, and three were the, were the Meshiv reporting what he did. There was a rumor that this guy was, was, uh, was, had, uh, was, was having a, a, a you know, uh, intimate contact with this Gentile woman. He did not act on the rumor because it was not based in Adim. Step number two, he made a public admission that he was doing it. So he was deposed. He lost his smicha. And and the chasim sofer is, is, is affirming that what you did was correct in those two things. And the third thing was also correct. The fact that you had him make a public confession uh, was also proper. Now, uh, what you asked me to to give him direction on how to do chuva, that's not that's not for me. Meaning this is this is beyond me. Now he will answer and he will he will present. So so we'll read what he says. Uh now this is this is very crucial because because it's related to what we discussed last time. Last time we discussed uh, a tshuva of Rabbi Shlomo Kluger. Uh, if you didn't hear, I'll, I'll just I'll just give you a synopsis. Rabbi Shlomo Kluger was was asked uh, about a certain uh, person in a in a village called Tamishpil uh, uh, about about how to do tshuva, and um, and uh, he one of the things he was asked about. What was was whether Torah, learning Torah brings kapara, brings atonement, and we made a, a, an important point to distinguish between tshuva and kapara. Tshuva, tshuva is is repentance, and and kapara is atonement. Uh, there's a mitzvah to do tshuva, and kapara though means being cleansed of, of of the sin, having having atonement for the sin, having the sin be removed. So the Chassab Sofer makes that point right here. So the discussion last week was whether whether Talmud Torah could replace Yisurin, could replace uh um the the suffering or the or the or the distress or the troubles that 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 bring a person atonement. Um says Says the Chazam Sofrine Ikra Chuva Eina El Azivasachet, Becharata Balev, Uviduipe, Umiad Hutsadik Venema. This is very crucial in terms of 
restoring a person's status. If a person does, he stops the chait, not always easy, uh, but he stops doing what he was doing. Vecharata balev, regretting it in his heart. It's an inner thing. Uvidoy peh, and, and, and verbal confession. Now you notice the first is active. Um, whatever you were doing, leaving the chait. So he's he's got to stop. He's got to break off with this with this uh, uh, gentile woman. He has to stop eating the cheeseburgers, whatever it happens to be. He has to stop talking lashon hara or whatever he's doing. In other words, not, step number one is 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 simply stopping the the chait. That is not easy. Charata belev, regretting what one done did. Um, step number two. Step number three is video pet verbal. So you have here your heart, your mouth, and your action. Your actions all involved in shuva. Umiyad immediately hutzadik ben aman. He's once again a righteous, and once again trustworthy. Now, in other words, once he did shuva, he should be able to once again function as a as a tzedakah collector. Ella, however, lefamim adam osekanal hatot Sometimes a person uh, does it does it in a way which leads people astray, and he does it without a without without a true without true integrity, without his heart being a hundred percent with it. Now, what's what's going on? Why is he talking about other people and 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 and, and fooling people? Well, when a person is involved in himself and in his own life. And he's trying to do chuva. He's sitting there, a normal Jew in Elul. So, so he's trying to better himself. He wants to, he wants to redirect his life. So he regrets what he was doing. He he stops what he was doing. He regrets it. He does vidui. Great. But here we have a unique situation where it's important for us to know that he was Choser chuva. So now, how are we going to know if a guy says? That's it. No more of these. No more of this for me. I'm on a new track. How do we know he's not just saying that to make us uh, to get his position back? And how do we know what went on in his in his heart? And and right now he's not uh, continuing his promiscuity. He's now in the base team. But maybe it's gonna maybe it's gonna continue. So when it comes to trusting whether a person did shuva. We've got to see some sign that it's over. Kigon, for instance, now let's say a guy uh, was was somebody who was uh, who was uh, who had money issues. Um, he was uh, he was suspected of uh, of uh, for financial gain. Um, uh, not uh, not shechting properly or what have you. So we have, let's say, we have a we have a shoichet, and uh, and we know that he was, uh, let's say, the kind of shoichet where he owns the animals. So he was he was shechting improperly and presenting what was non kosher as really kosher. Okay, we have a problem. And he was getting paid for it, etc. He was making money for it. So now we have somebody who did a. A sin. It was it was machshul the rabbim, but he was doing it in a way which was for monetary gain. 
So now he says, that's it. It's all over. From now on, I did a refresher course. I'm I'm on track. I'm 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 learning Musr, whatever it is. How do we know? So we say, when we see that he did something which shows that he he was not interested in monetary gain. So then we then we trust him. If he went to a certain place, if he went somewhere where people don't know him, and he returned an Aveda, he returned a lost object, uh, which was significant money. Um beautiful, beautiful. Thanks, Ariel. Have a look at that uh that reference. So um so that was an example. The same should be true about other issues. God knows his thoughts. Once a person actually was 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 other people don't know about it, and other people might still suspect him, but he's raised for real, so he's accepted. Okay. Wait a second. There is, besides the issue of tshuva and regaining his status as a as a tzaddik and regaining his status, so to speak, before God. Um, so there's another issue, which is atonement. And and uh there's different levels of atonement. Somebody who is uh, so is involved in sins that are involved with that involve kores, uh or misa spasting or or the death penalty. So there has to be a uh, later. There has to be yisurin. Again, we talked about how Talmud Torah might be a replacement. If he doesn't want to fast and 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 accept on himself. Uh, uh, suffering. Now, this is something, by the way, uh, this is another don't do this at home. Uh, just like um, uh, public confession, uh, wait to see what's really what's really proper. Uh, things could be counterproductive, and 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 it, it, uh, I can't I can't repeat enough how how you need personal direction from somebody who's who's got a lot of experience and 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 uh, and knowledge in these areas. Uh, similarly here, because let's say a guy nowadays says, uh, okay, listen, I want kapara. I don't want to go through pun suffering in this world. So I'm going to do self-impose. Um, so if a person doesn't do self-imposed fasting and, and suffering, so Akadosh will bring it upon him because he, he needs kapara. He needs atonement. He wants to be clean. He wants to be, be, be have the remnants of sin away from him uh, when he gets to the next world. So somebody who wants to uh, be absolved from from heavenly uh, distress and punishment and these kind of things, so he does it to himself. That's all with regards to atonement on the past, but in terms of the future, meaning in terms of his his status, 
the moment that he accepts on himself not to go back to his his bad ways and his and his bad actions and he sins and and and, and confesses and he doesn't he's not uh, arrogant uh, uh, he's not walking around in spiffy clothes and 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 looking a million bucks there's a certain uh humility about the way he presents himself he's already accepted Meaning when he does real chuva with the with the components of chuva, uh changing his behavior, regretting the past, accepting in the future, public confession. So so he's accepted without any fast. All those all those all that fasting that that the Svarim talk about is to be absolved from from heavenly uh uh, uh punishments, distress, problems, etc., suffering. We don't know how many you need. Now, um, the okay, so that's that's the that's the 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 chasm sofer about about this film. Uh, so now, uh, there is now going to be a section where he does talk about uh, about what to do. And um, but Annie also talks a little bit about what he, what this fellow did. So he discusses a certain Mishnah Melech, and he argues with him. Uh, full disclosure: the Mishnah Melech was was like like two pages long. The Mishnah Melech is extremely marich, and I have to say, it was beyond me. Um, but uh, but the way he reports the Mishnah Lamelech is um, that that uh, the the discussion is uh, whether whether somebody who who did one of the chayve krisos he went did one of the things that has this cutting off uh, uh, punishment. Some of the harayos are like that. Um, so uh the Ramam says that uh when the person did got got lashes so ended shuva so so he's once again to be viewed as as accepted and, and like this like he was before. The Mishnah Lamelech, according to the Khasim Sofer, made a mistake. And and held that the Rambam discusses when he got improper lashes, um, but if he got proper uh, proper lashes, that doesn't uh, that doesn't let him off from kores. And the Chassam Sofer says that's a mistake. In the first parak of of uh, Megillah, the um, the Gemara, the Gemara implies um, that uh, even if you properly get uh, Malchus, you are uh, absolved from your chorus punishment. Okay. Um,
Okay, and and what the what the uh, what we're told is that if a person got malchus, if a person got lashes, so then he's let off from from whatever suffering he might have got. All this is when a person does tshuva. Tshuva is uh, uh, confession, regret, leaving the sin. Now, so he learns from this. So we see that the 39 lashes correspond to the suffering that would be attached to one kores. Somebody who has relations with a non-Jewish woman. Now, again, this is something that uh, in many segments of of of, uh, of modern of the modern modern jury, people have people just don't know. Uh, again, I, maybe I'm overly done like Avzalos. I don't know, but 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 the idea of intermarriage being this major major sin. So. Um, so uh i don't know how many are uh uh if 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 what was around when i grew up when people spoke uh hush hush about about somebody marrying out uh but uh you know promiscuous relations you know this kind of stuff again for a lot of people for somebody in who's growing up with a torah education okay but somebody who's growing up with uh with a non, with doesn't have a Torah education. For a lot of those people, this is like part of many, many things that they're doing that they are simply totally disconnected from. Now, um, so the Gemara says that, uh, again, the Chumash, uh, of course, the story of Pinchas was, was uh, uh, somebody was publicly you know, having relations with this uh, Gentile woman. So, Kanoim uh, Pogimbo. So the the zealots are able to to attack him. So the the question came up: What if what if a person uh, was not? What if there were kanoyim pogimbo? So so Rav forgot what the halacha was, and his student Rav Kahana, who had asked the question, he was taught in a dream the pasuk. And he was told, um, So it sounds like there's some kind of, of uh, in the prophets, it speaks of a Kore's punishment. And uh, he's told that he's not going to have... Uh, uh, he's not going to have and Talmidim and... and um, and uh, if he's a coin, he's not going to be able to do uh, do service. We're talking about that from his Jewish wife, he's not going to uh, get all of this. If the whole point is from this uh, Gentile woman, the child that will be born will not convert and and be a Talmud Chacham. Yeah, but it also talks about being a coin. Of course, he's not going to be a coin. We must be talking about somebody who is, who is, uh, who's a coin. Um, so it must be talking about from his Jewish wife. Of course, we're talking about, about his Jewish wife. Um, now, 
if you read the psukim in Malachi, there's a, a number of very sharp psukim about intermarriage. Um, and the, uh, yeah, um, the uh, note in the, note in the, the notes, there's an article about intermarriage that uh, the attitude towards intermarriage, how they, how they changed. So there's some very sharp sukim in Malachi, the prophet Malachi uh, in the second chapter about, about intermarriage, because when the, when the the Jews came back from Bavel, so they had taken non-Jewish wives along with their Jewish wives. And and this was something that the Navi came out extremely, extremely strongly about. And he says, apparently the wives were crying in the Beis HaMikdash. The Jewish wives were crying in the Beis HaMikdash. olos. <laughs> The women who made who made Aliyah from Bavel, so they were crying about this. Tears covered the the mizbeach. Tears covered the altar. He's got a Jewish wife, and he takes this not Jewish wife along with her. And and uh, and it's an example. So so says the Chasam Sofer. If you plug it into this Gemara, he's going and sinning with a with a Gentile woman, and his punishment is that his children from his Jewish wife are not going to come out proper. Wait a second, but but why do the wives have to have to suffer? So the wives approached Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They saying, "Our children." Because of our husband's promiscuity or running after these non-Jewish women, we're gonna have so the so we're gonna have to suffer with children that aren't aren't commotion tzarich. So so that's that's some of the the power of of uh, of how strong the psuki mabar about 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 uh, non-Jewish women. Now here's the part where where he says something which uh, which in the old days they were they built them strong. Thirty-nine fasts on every time he had relations. Even in the winter, uh, it's like it's like one one lash, along with the public uh, embarrassment of getting lashes, uh, and uh, and. Uh, we hold that the public, the public embarrassment itself brought kapara. Um, so that that is. Uh, so he says, he says when he has public embarrassment, thirty-nine fasts are like the thirty-nine lashes of each one. And he should he should have a, a lot of prayer and supplication, so that the the the, the divine anger is off of him. God forbid that he shouldn't be punished with with what will be with his uh, with his family. I don't know more than this. I have said what what I what I know. Uh, I've written very quickly. Um, Pressburg uh, Tuesday. The fourteenth of 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 uh, Sivan, 
Tuf Kuf Tzadi Bet, which is, um, if I'm not mistaken, that's 50, uh, 5592. We are now uh, 50, 57, uh, 83. Uh, so that's uh, a little under 300 years ago. Now, the um, this last part about about fasting. Uh, consult with the rav. Consult with the mashkiach. Consult with the with the with the mentor, because most people who add extra fasts, uh, then the the from what I've heard. Again, I'm just passing on what I've heard. Um, uh, uh, they're the down side of it is 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 usually more than the positive side of it so they might they might uh get uh they might get kapora uh but they might end up doing more sins because of it they'll be irritable and get angry uh they'll be they'll be uh they'll be doing things um that involve you know they'll 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 be uh uh knocked out and not being able to learn, not being able to dive in properly. So, so, uh, get, get direction. If a person is looking for how to do tshuva and what to, what to do. Um, and again, I refer of course, back to our previous, uh, a previous tshuva of Shlomo Kluger that Talmud Torah can bring kapara. And, uh, so it's not that the chasm sofer, you know, argues with that necessarily, but, uh, but he's he's speaking uh, uh yeah yeah so so he's speaking in in uh in you know the uh, the straight stuff uh uh many years ago when when they made people tough um but uh, a couple things we need to we need to see from here from this chuva number 1 um the a rumor itself does not uh passel a person does not uh, uh uh render a person guilty uh somebody who was involved in that kind of a behavior uh should be should should not be serving in that kind of a public religious position um and here he speaks about about public confession, and that's something to check out because it was a public sin. It sounds like derived, but uh, once again, uh, uh, don't act on this until you've consulted with Tirabanim. Important distinction between tshuva and kapara. Tshuva is leaving the sin, um, and of course, not continuing it, taking on to change, regretting the past, and and verbal confession. Uh, there is an issue of other people knowing if they were Choser B'tshuva, and so we need verification. Uh, but once a person did, let's say, between him and Hashem, he knows that it was for real, so 100%, he's, he's back. He's, uh, he's a tzaddik once again. However, he needs kapara, and kapara involves uh, 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 Yisurit, some kind of of, uh, of um, com- uh, uh, discomfort. Again, the Gemara says things like... Um, when a person reaches in, even if a person reaches in his, in his pocket for one coin and gets another coin, so that's also usury. 
Now, that's a very subtle kind of usurin, but the whole point is that a person now is humble. The person is is not, I'm, I'm not, I don't run the world. So um, the uh, we did not delve into uh, the machlokas between the Mishnah Lamelech and the Chasim Sofer, but we we just we followed the Chasim Sofer that when a person did get Malkus, when a person got lashes, that made him absolved from his chorus. So once we see that the the Nach, the Navi Malachi, the Navi Malachi, as explained in the Gemara Sanhedrin, uh, has very serious punishments for somebody who was uh, Boil Aramis, who had relations with a with a non-Jew, especially somebody like this, where it was publicly known. So um, I believe there's a side of Chilul Hashem that uh, that that makes the sin more intense. So then he needs to get the equivalent of lashes. So in in the Chasim Sofer's uh, uh, discussion. So the the uh, the the fast are equivalent to the lashes. Uh, okay, uh, what I like to discuss uh, next time, God willing, is is uh, uh, how do we deal with with something like uh, a coin duchening? When is 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 a person? When is there something that a person did? that might leave some kind of a permanent stain on him. So that's, that's uh, at least for some halachas. Not in terms of, HaKadosh Baruch was always makabal a person b'tshuva, 100%. Uh, to get cleansed, the, the kapara, so there you need extra things. But what about, are there some areas, uh, and, and we're going to discuss the area of, of Birkas Kohanim, are there some areas where some things might, might uh, uh, leave a, a, a permanent stain?